Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Aaron. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com and you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind the scenes videos and two minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can also find us every Monday morning from 6 to 6.30 at bff.fm. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Flashback Friday. We have so much content and so many new listeners. We decided to share some of our old favorite episodes with you and uh, coming off the tails of an interview with the Ross brothers who directed the documentary Bloody Nose Empty Pockets, which is about the last night of a dive bar on the outskirts of Las Vegas. And uh, July 7th was the National Dive Bar Day. We decided to bring you back to an episode in one of our favorite dive bars in the Tenderloin of San Francisco. This was recorded in December of 2017. If you can imagine a life before uh, this nonsense that we're in right now. But um, one thing that's really interesting is listening to these old episodes, especially after these past few weeks, months, arguably years of... uh, reflection on our own internal biases and and experiences and, um, you know, where our place is in this fight against systemic racism. Uh, For some context, this this episode is Aaron and I in our purest state. We are at a dive bar, a few whiskeys deep with no filter, just shooting the shit. There are certain things that come up, but we still wanted to share it with you because one, it's funny. You know, it's a fun episode. It's a snapshot of dive bar life in San Francisco. The music in the background is amazing. Um, and, and, but we also wanted to show just how easy it is uh, for this to happen, to, to use this sort of rhetoric in jest and jest and, and not realize its place in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, we're called bitch talk for a reason, you know, we're not going to be afraid to be ourselves, to share our perspectives and, and to have fun and to make mistakes, you know, but, but that doesn't mean that we're immune to reflection and change. Um, and this is a teachable moment. So, you know, it took three years <laughs> uh, for us to figure this out and, and reflect on it, but I'm hopeful that we're moving at a faster rate these days. I thank you for your patience with us and uh, I hope we continue to learn and evolve together. But in the meantime, uh, I hope you can enjoy this drunken slice of dive bar life in San Francisco in December of 2017. Send it off in a letter to yourself. Sorry, guys. Hey, uh, Bitch Talk episode 236 for your ear holes. Uh, Ange and I are on uh, location again at one of the finest uh, drinking establishments establishments in San Francisco, and I'm not going to say the name because I don't want anyone else to be here. So um, you're joining us at one of our favorite literally hole in the walls. Yeah, this is uh, this is as divey as it gets. And uh, I recently found out about it because of you, Aaron. Thank you very much. But if you ever want to be in a cave and just say, fuck the world, this is the place to be. Yeah, that's why I love it. <laughs> And also, it's going to kill people here. But now they're gone, so we can now record. Anyways. Well, one thing that's really depressing is... uh, One thing that I loved about bars back in the day, this is aging myself because I'm not a millennial, is their jukebox. And you would judge a bar based on a jukebox. Like, oh, I love this bar because they have this, 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 A, B, C. And now, with the invention of internet jukeboxes, bars have lost their soul. 
And sure. this is just the most recent bar to lose its soul to the internet jukebox. Yes. I agree. Uh, they had a, the old-timey jukebox that there was a binder to correspond <laughs> with the jukebox, just in case, because some of, I think some of the discs, they were either there and they didn't have an explanation to what it was, or there was a disc there and you didn't know. I don't know. Anyways, you had to go by the binder to figure out what you're playing. So anyways, um, you guys, really quickly, we'll do the housekeeping. Head to the new new and improved Bitch Talk podcast website. It's beautiful. There's new pictures of us that my two team members probably don't like, but I think they're great. If they really want them changed, fine, we'll change them. But it's bitchtalkpodcast.com. You'll find all our socials there. Um, I'm going to please beg you to rate and comment on iTunes because that just lifts our um, visibility on iTunes. So please do that. We've been around since 2013. There's there's no reason why you haven't done that yet. We're also um, on Stitcher, Google Play, and um, SoundCloud. So visit us, say hi, make a comment. Also, what I really want uh, is an email from you. Oh, oh Fats Domino's playing. RIP. Sorry. Um, so email us at the Real BT Podcast. I don't even think that's right. The Real BT Podcast at gmail.com. The Real BT Pod. The Real BT Pod at gmail.com. Oh, who knows things? And knows things. So, anyways. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Annika Wu, friend of the show, filmmaker, documentarian, and all around badass. She's the one that took the photos of us that you'll find on the website. Right. Thank you. It was an awesome day. We went to a brewery. We had some beer, and we were all nervous because we hate taking photos, but Annika is a true professional, and they're beautiful photos. I, I don't want to say they're bad, but you know, you're always going to be judgmental of. Ange had a serious tan line, so when you look at that photo, there's not a camisole underneath her shirt. That's a tan line, you guys. Ange tans hard. No, Annika asked that I could move the strap of the camisole, apparently, and it just, that's flesh. Right. Sorry. But anyway... I'm walking to New Orleans. Can I just say that uh, Fast Domino was the best top three performers that I've seen at Jazz Fest in New Orleans. I saw I went three years in a row, and that man, R.I.P., with his big ass belly and his grand piano, just sang and 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 he was the essence of what New Orleans, what makes New Orleans beautiful. So this is very topical because in my notes on my phone, I wanted to say congratulations to New Orleans for getting their very first female mayor yes. in 300 years of being a city. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to grab my notes real quick. Her name is Latoya Cantrell. She's a Democrat. And um, I can't wait to go back. Yeah. The woman's in charge. The Times Pecane. Yeah. Okay. Is that, okay. <laughs> that's the newspaper. No, that's all. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I. Uh, that's one of our favorite cities probably in the world. And now that they have a female mayor, I cannot wait. So um, congratulations to New Orleans. But uh, I just want to apologize that we've kind of been on and off the air. Our producer extraordinaire has been across the world in different time zones. Uh, and so, you know, Wi-Fi isn't always... Uh, hot everywhere like in America but um, but we're back we're back we, we ate a lot of turkey we drank a lot uh, yeah and my pants are tight so I apologize for a little bit of a a little bit of a drought of bitch talk but if you follow us on on the socials st- I'm still trolling people don't worry about it um, still bitching always bitching so <laughs> how are you Ange this is a basic bitch obviously because we're at a are so in the tenderloin I am great I just got back from Santa Cruz I have a really great friend that lives out there 
And uh, <laughs> it's really it's really funny. She uh, she has a daughter who's only a few years younger than me, but is her spitting image, right? They're both just like crazy badasses. You just like chat your ear off and, and have stories for days. And it's funny, like her and her daughter, I love hanging out with them because... Uh, they just have this dynamic and uh, they're, they're like they know everything about each other and it was crazy like while I was there her daughter was telling us a story about and she's only a couple years younger than me so this is like my homie too right she's telling us a story about how she was super fucked up one night in her early 20s and they were like doing coke and partying at a friend's house and she found what she thought was a rock on the ground and she asked her friend to break it up and she snorts it and it was an Altoid winter green <laughs> That would hurt. So now she's like forever, like, and the reason it came up is because, like, we were offering Altoids, and she's like, oh, no, no, I can't have one of those. Remember that time I snorted it, Mom? You know, like, she's telling her mother this, and I thought it was so awesome. I was like, wow, how crazy is that to have a relationship with your mother that, like, she just knows your dirt, and it's just, like, all out there, and she doesn't judge you and whatever. And I, I thought about that for myself, and I was like, uh, because my mother and I couldn't be more opposites, right? Like, I would like to think that I have some of her best qualities, but we're just opposites. And uh, your, mom, your mom sits at dinner and is praying for our souls. So. Yeah, I mean, she wanted to be a nun, but then she decided to have five kids instead. I was like, all right, from nun to Sletsky, I don't know. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, she was married, She's married, she's married. But, um, hey, she decided to go all in. I go all in if I decide to do something. Yeah, so maybe yeah. that's one of our... T- anyway, I, I digress. Uh, I don't know. I thought, what, what do you think? I mean, it, like, just for your mom to know that kind of dirt. I know you and your mom have a really great relationship, but, yeah. like, would you tell her that kind of dirt? No. Um, <laughs> I did. No, you don't have that kind of dirt. Sorry. Mama Lim, she doesn't have that kind of dirt. But I don't need to know all of hers either, so it's yeah. a little quiet in here in the bar. <laughs> I don't want to really yell. Um, no, I think boundaries are good. Well, I, I appreciate my relationship with my parents because it's it's simple. Like, we love each other, right? We're, we're down, we support each other, right? And then it's like, cool. And then, and then, and then that's it. And I don't have to stress. And I, I meet a lot of, I have a lot of friends that their, their relationships are more complicated. But I don't know, there's some beauty in that. There's some beauty in that. No, I, I can appreciate it. I don't hate it. It's just not my relationship with my mom but we I think we know enough about each other that I mean maybe one day she'll hear about all the other stories that I haven't told her yet but you know I want her to I want her to have a really great idea of me (laughs) then I'll just bring it down a few notches maybe in another few years maybe by 45 um I do have a good mom story though I have to tell you it's something bring it Something kind of only a mom or a dad would do, and I'm saying this with the most love for my mom because I love her to death. And me too. I love you, Mama Lynn. Yeah. But I get a call over the weekend, and she's like, you're right. And I'm like, what am I right about? She's like, we do have black in us. (laughs) And I was like, well, okay, please Uh Please. Elaborate, elaborate. Please, please explain. <laughs> so I guess there's some app that's a thing off of Ancestry.com. I want to say it's called We're Related or something like that. I mean, it's like a 24 and Me or something. It's different. Okay, it's free. Okay, okay. 
I think what they're doing is really, and what my boyfriend has said, is they're data mining. So you either sign in on your own or at Facebook. So a lot of people just sign in through Facebook because it's easier. But then once you do that... If it's free, I'm already hesitant. My sister did the one where you pay, and I doubt that one as well. Well, yeah. Well, all the Mormons own that information, so take it with a grain of salt. So anyways, they tell you who you're related to, but famous... So I'll tell you um, who is black in my family. Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, Michael Jackson, Bill Clinton, because everyone knows that the first black president was Bill Clinton. Just kidding. He wasn't. <laughs> but everyone said that. And Britney Spears, who's obviously not black. But that's who we're re- all related That's who we're related up. to. Your family is related to the Obama. What are you talking about? I will say this as a side note. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but maybe not with you. I do think that we're related to uh, Barack Obama only because his mom's side of the family, who's white, is all from, from the same Kansas. town, but the same town as my mom, which is a podunk town. So I I would say sure, but then Michelle and Barack are related to each other and to us? No. And Michael Jackson? No. And Britney? And, okay. I, I don't know how no. to feel about that. That's some... I, I after after my sister got this. Oh, what was, what's the one she paid for? Me? No, she paid for the other one. Anyway, she paid for one of the ones. You take a sample, you send it in, and it didn't say that we were at all of Spanish origin. Oh. Which my whole life I was told that I was of Spanish origin. My dad's my dad's adopted, and he uh, his father was a rich. Uh, lawyer, mestizo, which means uh, mixto, right? He was half uh, Spanish, half Filipino, so he had light skin, light hair, so everybody thought he was super handsome. Anyway, we thought that that was our dad's father, and he's been adopted since then, but it said we had no Spanish blood, so I was like, fuck you, it's all a lie. <laughs> it's all a lie. Uh, I mean, sure. And this is a free program, so. It's a free app. But it was hilarious. The first thing out of her mouth was, you were right, there is black in us. And I'm like, okay. So your mom's all in. She's down. She's in now because it's the Obamas. And I was like, well, whatever. So that's my mom's story. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, I'm trying to think what else has happened in the last... I mean, Thanksgiving happened, but it was just food. Well, I have... uh, Okay, so my sister went to Hawaii for the week, and her friend uh, gets Blue Apron. Right. And he forgot to cancel his subscription, so I got his three meals for the week. And um, I have to say, they are good, and I I enjoy following the recipes and um, eating things that I wouldn't normally eat, but I would definitely not order it for myself. I hear they get kind of repetitive. Well, I don't know. I only had it for one week, but it's just so much for waste. I mean, so, like, you will have two ounces of uh, red wine vinegar that you need to use in, for the sauce, and it's a little container. And then you have, like, one ounce of mayo, and that's in a container. And you have a celery, and that's in a plastic bag. It's just, like, everything comes in a plastic bag, and then the whole thing comes in a box, and then it comes in this thing with, like, two um, uh, things that can freeze into ice. And then, like, people just toss that, you know, because yeah. they get it every week. And it was just super wasteful. Maybe this isn't good because Blue Apron sponsors a lot of podcasts. Whatever. <laughs> That's We're not asking. We're not going to ask them for money, by the way. No, no. But here's the thing. I liked it. I really had fun making the meals uh, for my friend and I. But um, it's just super wasteful. I don't know. And the meals were good. And I'm excited to keep that recipe because I'll probably use a couple of the sauces for future reference. But yeah, Blue Apron, I get it. I get why people do it. But... 
It's just a lot of fucking waste on a weekly basis. It's a lot. Anyway. Uh, I'm of the camp and I'm a weirdo, but I've always loved cooking. I've been cooking since I was a kid yeah. and been the weirdo watching Channel 9 on Saturday mornings, which... If you're a little old school, there was like Julia Child on on Saturday mornings, there's Speech Jack Pen, there's just, and I, you know, nerd, 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 but I loved that shit. But you can go to the farmer's market on the weekday or weekends. We're lucky in San Francisco, we have them almost every day of the week, but in major cities and around cities and in farm towns, there's farmer's markets, guys. Go get your own stuff. Go on the... I feel like we're so loud when it, there's no music. <laughs> That's when I'm going really low. Shars going to really like it. You can go shopping for yourself. It's. Uh, I don't think it takes that much time. I think the mic is on the other end, too, but I don't remember. <laughs> oh, this is a good song. No, but I, 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 I had fun. I had fun with the recipes. It's fun because it just, you know, tells you what to do. There's no thinking involved, but... But yeah, it's a super wasteful. Maybe if you're starting to cook, it's a good guide. But then if you're really interested, like I think your sister's friend is a cook. Like, oh, I, he's legit. He fucking deep fried the turkey, and I was like, yeah, really? Oh, this is my first deep fried turkey I've in my life. I've never had one. Oh god, the skin gets crispy towards the neck and the anus. Um. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you were eating turkey ass. So. No, that's why where the skin gets crispy because it's on its own. It's taut. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, towards the neck and the and I was fucking, I was eyeballing it because it was a group of us and I was like, I need to get on that, on that crispy. It was like chicharron turkey style, but with like seasoning and and he injected the turkey with like butter, <laughs> soy sauce, uh, Worcestershire seasoning. Yeah, he injected it the night before. Ooh. Fucking legit. Cool. <laughs> I don't... Uh, anus. Okay, I didn't know that there's a turkey anus when you buy the turkey. Where is that? The cavity? Wait, what, what are you talking... Okay. How do you not know where the... It's where you put... When you fill the stir-fee... No. It's not... <laughs> We've had a couple Jamesons, guys. I, I called it a stir-fee. <laughs> no, it's where... It's when you fill the stir-fee... Or this... <laughs> the stuffing... This is what happens when we go on the road. No, the I'm stuffing, the cavity. Yeah, no, that's a, not the where the anus is. <laughs> okay, anyone can can you email us? Where is the anus? What are you talking about? There's it's, no anus. It's the ass. And the ass. Yeah, I. <laughs> the, where's the fucking? Hey, you guys. Why don't you email us at therealbtpod at gmail.com and let us know where you think the anus is. I'm sorry. What are you talking about? How is that not the anus? That's the cavity. So that's where's the? the yeah, exactly. Well, you go in via anus. You're That's not what she in. said. You're not, you're not going in through the neck. Okay. Um, no, I don't understand. Yeah, we'll Google this afterwards. Or someone can tweet at us. Uh, Angela, to be pecked from Canada. I know you're listening. So if you want to <laughs> let us know where the anus is on a turkey, please do. <laughs> No, I don't need to know. I know. The one neck is... That's one right, because you like that skin. One end is the neck. The other is the ass. What are you talking about? Where's the confusion? I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I'm a confused about a lot of things. <laughs> I got Italian all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to duke it out in the tenderloin about where the where anus is. Where is the anus? I don't think where that cavity is is where the anus is. Where else would it be? Okay, you're right. I don't know. But where they stuff the giblets and everything? Yes. That's the anus cavity? No. 
Where else is it? There's a hidden hole? <laughs> you guys were playing where's the anus. We're playing where's the anus on, on the turkey. And the Anyways, barns, I mean, it's, it's perfect. Be, I it's, mean, we're like in the TL. We it's topical. That much. No, um, no, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's go back to Thanksgiving. I've never had a deep fried turkey. I have had a turducken once. Ah. It was fine. No big shakes. We've never done it. We've only done it once. And it was like, eh, we did it. It's fine. Uh, we didn't have any political conversations, which was really key. Thank God. Um, I didn't bring any nasty woman wine because I'm saving it for Christmas. <laughs> I think they would be better appreciated as well. Right. You, you got to bring it to a crowd that's going to appreciate it. Right. And not prejudge it. Yes. Um, so because there's... it's fucking delicious. It is. That Pinot. Pansu Pinot. You guys, uh, go on to nastywomanwine.com and order some wine for the holidays. Even if it's not a gift for yourself. <laughs> when, like, you're cooking and you have family and they're Treat talking about yourself. politics. Pansu Pinot. Like, I still have a rosé in the fridge and I have the bubbles waiting for Christmas. Um... Once you hear this, you've heard the Golden Gate Fields episode. But by the way, if anyone's in the Bay Area and thinking about what they want to do for um, New Year's Eve, Golden Gate Fields is open. Did we talk about this? Oh, well, but not on air. So there might be a Bitch Talk podcast field trip back there on New Year's (laughs) Eve. We'll get back to you about it, but Ange might be there. Yeah, if I'm around. I'm still up in the air. Oh, okay. Were you thinking about going? What do you want from me? I'm, I'm just a, uh, I'm a bird flying about. Okay. All right. Um, speaking of birds flying around and other female candidates. Don't bring up Prince Harry. You going to bring up Prince Harry? I don't care. It's whatever. You know what I like? That she's older. I like that she's brown. She's American, so I did have a chance after all. You did. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, you're you're about the same age. Thanks. Yeah, I had a chance, but I'm not mad about it because good for him. He found some flavor, and uh, I don't want to live in London anyway. So. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna live there. What are you talking about? I think I thought that they said something about he wants to live here in America, but then he'd be denouncing everything. I mean, you really had a chance, Ange. Are you kidding? No. No, no, no. She's quitting her career and she's going to perform her uh, royal duties. Oh, over the pond? Yeah. You mean have babies? Which for me, like, uh, well, no, actually that sounds kind of amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I was going to be like, no, I want to live my life. I want to be my, and I was like, well, living in a castle with Prince Harry. Yeah. Doesn't sound too bad. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Um, did you know that there's a Democratic candidate for Michigan State Attorney General? Uh, she's promoting a lot of uh, her... Um, what is it? What would it be called? <laughs> Sorry. It's promoting her lack of a penis as a qualification for office in a new ad. Her name's Dana I Nessel. I saw that. She's like, you don't want sexual harassment? Okay, well, elect a woman. Yeah, she had, I think, the pictures of Weinstein, Roy Moore, maybe Dump. Franken. Uh, oh, Al, mm, Al Franken in there. But it's kind of hilarious, and I'd vote for her. I'm going to throw some money her way, I think, if I have it, when I have it. But um, Michigan's an important state. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, if you want to Google it, her name's Dana Nessel, and she is running for attorney general, which is kind of awesome. I'm not hating on it. 
No, I, I think it's really funny. And I, I, I just want to bring up, I mean, this kind of connects the two stories. When you te- So Erin texted me, sorry about Prince Harry, because she knows how much I love him. And I assumed that he was going to get married. But my first thought was, okay, I hope he hasn't molested somebody, sexually mm. harassed somebody or died. Because whenever you find news about somebody famous, those are the, those are the two things that they've done. They've either died or they've sexually harassed someone. So I was actually relieved to find out that he was engaged. Yeah, I didn't even think about that when I sent that to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you fucking sent me in a spiral because I was in Santa Cruz in the mountains, like, not having service. And then I was like, what happened to Prince Harry? Right, right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Nothing bad. Um, and I, I'm hoping that this this woman, Meghan Markle. 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 Merkel. I'm pretty sure he won't be dressing up as a Nazi for Halloween anymore after marrying her. So Facts. good on her. Uh, I was trying to think of what else. I just want to say, I know I've mentioned it before, but if if you haven't listened to Greg Proops in his podcast, please do. He's probably more of a feminist than I am at this point. Um, and I just love him. So please give him some uh, love. Download his podcast. He's actually going to be in San Francisco um, doing stand-up in his podcast at the end of December. We have tickets already. So if you want to see some uh, some ladies from the podcast, when I say ladies, I mean me. But if you want to come see us, we'll be there uh, on the 28th. Also, a friend of the podcast just announced that he's going to be, I think at Punchline or Cobbs, uh, Frankie Quinones. Yeah, uh, in December. So, you know what? I'm going to hit him up and see maybe if he'll be on our podcast. But you guys should buy tickets to see him also. That's hashtag CholoFit, y'all. So, um, he's a local guy that went down to L.A. Well, he's back and forth from L.A. But, um... He's doing big things down in L.A. So when he comes up here, I think for three days in December, just buy a ticket and go. He's fucking awesome, and he supports all local artists, literally artists, comedians, whatever. And people of color. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of the above. Speaking of, uh, our friend Dino is working it in L.A. and just posted pictures with, you know, Anna du- DuVernay, just hanging out, <laughs> just chilling, just talking about people of color and... You know, them in the business and uh, Filipinos in film. Wow. Yeah. Excuse the hell out of me. Yeah. So that's why he doesn't call us anymore, but it's okay. I know he loves us. Did you put this up? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Is it okay, Amber? Okay. Sorry, we just. uh, No, I was saying, are you ready for an old power girl jam? Yes. Always. That's our bartender, Amber. Sorry, Bartender, if you haven't heard. Power Girl Jams, like, Are you ready? I'm always ready. I was fucking born ready for that shit, Amber. Come on. Don't give me that bullshit. Part two. Here we come. We're uh, we're gonna wrap this up because we're we're a couple of Jamesons in. But this is a really good bitch talk podcast. I have to say, we had to, we had to take a sabbatical because the bartender was in need of my artistic abilities. Also, some songs came on and we just had to sing and enjoy them. But um, I have to. I forgot to mention that I've been having dreams with past guests in them. Whoa. <laughs> but nothing, obviously, nothing sexual, but weird. Well, that's not so, obvious, but anyway, go on. So, okay, Sasha Lane just appeared in one. We had her on last year. American Honey, she's fucking awesome. If you find her on Instagram, she has like a million followers now. And she's now. killing it. Like, when we, from when we first met yeah. her. 
to now, I mean... She's wow. doing okay. She, I, basically, she's a model now and doing really avant-garde stuff. Just find her. She's really cool. And kicking it with What's-His-Butt from Moonlight. Oh, God. One of the... Uh, he played... Uh, the, the teenager teenage in Moonlight. Sharon. Anyway. Yeah. So they're hanging out, but whatever. And then I just had a dream about Zoe Lister-Jones. <laughs> well, who I wouldn't? probably a lot of people dream about Zoe Lister-Jones. She's pretty beautiful. Yeah, and now I'm not even... Oh, she... You were in the... You were also in the dream... She bought a camp for kids in Connecticut. Oh, yeah, it was very specific. But we were wearing heels in the camp. And we're Fuck like, this, this camp. Yeah, and I was like, Zoe, this look, this is not really feasible for us. <laughs> do, you, do you see us? We don't wear heels. Well, camp and heels don't dirt and heels. No, it's but like she, public enemy number but, one. But she kind of wanted us to run it. And we're like, all right, we'll do this for you. No problem, girl. No problem. We got your back. So, uh, yeah, I've been having dreams about our past guests, but, like, our all of our guests are great, but I really love... We love Sasha, and we love Zoe. And Zoe oh, yeah. loves us. Absolutely. Well, they both follow us. us. They, they follow us. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Um, but, yeah, I've been having dreams about our past guests. I don't know what that means. It's weird, whatever. But um, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna wrap up this, this episode 230. You guys, 200... And 36 episodes of Bitch Talk. If you didn't know, now you know. Um, We started this podcast in 2013. We've had a really, a lot of amazing guests. I was telling Jeff, like, oh yeah, we've interviewed Aparnan and Charla, no worries. We've interviewed Frankie Quinones, no big deal. Um, We've had Robert Pattinson, people have heard of him, not heard of him, but we interviewed him. It's not a big deal or anything, but we've done that. So, um, I just want to ask our listeners, not only just rate, comment, share with your friends. Maybe they like us. Maybe they won't. But that's the point of this podcast. (laughs) Either you like us or you don't. Um, As with all bitches. Yeah, as with all bitches. Duh. Also, I'm trolling people on Instagram uh, as Bitch Talk Podcast. So, if you... If you want to get entertained, just go into Joey McIntyre from Naked on the Block, his Instagram, and you can see where I shut down some dumbass fucking Trump supporter, I'm guessing. Anyways, it was fun. Uh, so anyway. All right. Well, on the flip side, I read the Celestine Prophecy lately. Oh. Which it, I know it came out in the 90s. I'm a little late. And anything that's popular, I, don't, I try to stay away from for a hot minute. I haven't finished it. You haven't finished it. No, I, wow, I, so I started in the 90s. It's a fucking short book. Yeah, I started in high school. Just kidding, I haven't. <laughs> in high school. I'm in the middle. Okay, I was still well, in high school in the 90s. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> she got real mad. Yeah, I'm not a millennial like some. Anyway, no, let's talk about, uh, for this upcoming year, year, it's the holiday season, it's a new year, let's talk about energy, the kind of energy that we're putting out and the kind of energy that we want and the kind of people that we want to connect with and, and be open to. And an interesting point in the Celestine Prophecy is they talk about being open to these messages that are sent to you from the universe. And I'm like, motherfucker, I live in San Francisco. If I, if I converse with every crackhead that came up to me, would be a different story but keep that in mind just be open to when you catch eyes with somebody and there's a moment there maybe you're supposed to talk to them I'm catching eyes with Ange right now but oh. we're already talking oh, we're so two that's inches weird. away because we're recording from my phone so it's already a little creepy no but I'm saying like how often do you you know just kind of meet eyes with somebody or really feel a connection with any and you just kind of let it slide I don't know maybe entertain those situations 
and talk face to face with people more often. I think you'd be a lot happier. Yeah, I will uh, concur with that and say that maybe put your phone down. I'm guilty of not putting it down, but put it down and, and talk to the person that you're next to. Um, it works, people. I, I haven't gotten to where I am without doing that, actually. So maybe 2018, put down the phone for 30 minutes. Talk to someone next to you. It doesn't matter who it is. Uh, a stranger can be a friend. How about that? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for December. We already have a lot of good guests lined up. Um, one is actually running for lieutenant governor of California next year, which is really exciting. And that's what we're here to do uh, in the next year is to really prop a lot of women up, people of color up, and also bitch talk up. So thank you for listening. I know this is a long-ass episode in a bar, but that's why you guys follow us and you love us. And... uh, (laughs) It's not that long. Okay. And thank you for listening to episode 236 of the Bitch Talk Podcast. We'll see you soon. Bitch, please. Or do you need another beverage? All of the above. I will help you and I need another beverage. Oh. <laughs> Did that, was that, is that recorded? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It won't stop. It's 9176-ANGE-PAGER-CODE-DUH. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>